And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, wheat acreage is up and canola is down in the latest StatsCan field crop survey. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision ag and lawn and garden products. Saskatchewan farmers intend to seed more wheat and barley, but less canola and pulse crops this spring. A StatsCan survey in March found Saskatchewan farmers intend to seed 16% more spring wheat in Durham, the first rise in wheat acreage since the year 2013. For canola, the acreage in Saskatchewan is forecast to drop 10.5% from last year's record 12.7 million acres. Ken Ball is a trader with PI Financial in Winnipeg. He says there were a couple of surprises in the spring survey. Basically, it's just noticeably lower oilseed acres and everything going into spring wheat uh, and Durham. So uh, we should have perhaps had an inkling of this because the U.S. acreage survey showed something you know, very, fairly similar, bean acres lower than was expected and, and a, a huge jump in uh, spring wheat acres. So obviously growers, particularly in the drier spring wheat areas in North America, are perhaps leaning back into wheat acres uh, because they've been moving out of it for a lot in recent years and also uh, you know, just looking for a crop that might do better in under dry conditions. Farmers may be hoping for improved wheat prices. Perhaps. I mean, the many, if you look at Minneapolis futures for spring wheat, um, and, and of course not all these acres will be hard red spring, but the market has you know, offered some reasonably good pricing chances over the last you know, six to eight months with higher prices after the big surge higher uh, you know, last year in the summertime. But for Canadian growers, the price opportunities weren't always quite as attractive because of the, the, the basis fluctuations that we have often you know, took away some of those opportunities to some degree. So I'm a bit surprised at that, the magnitude of the shift, given that you know, the wheat market has offered fair to good prices, but not exactly prices that you would think would draw that many acres. Uh, we still have large stocks of wheat in North America, particularly in the U.S., and uh, even though they may be banking on uh, you know, the fact that the U.S. has got a fairly poor hard red winter crop brewing, therefore let's get some spring acres in and see if we can take advantage of that. And that's a good thought, except you know, the, the hard red winter prices are not responding that strongly because they have large, large carryover stocks of hard red winter wheat, which is keeping the prices uh, somewhat subdued. Ball says the 7% national decline in canola acreage should have limited impact on the market. It doesn't really create a bullish picture for canola because that's still a fairly high acreage number historically, but we were facing a situation, had the acres nudged up towards you know, almost 24 million as was sort of expected, that created a prospect for next year of if we happen to get a reasonably good crop across the prairies, uh, we were poised to build up a rather ugly surplus of canola that could have had some serious effects on prices. It looks like if you take this acres number at face value, it takes away that surge in production and, and that buildup of a surplus. Uh, we're still probably looking at a fairly comfortable carryout this year, and it may stay about steady next year, assuming we do grow you know, more or less an average to decent crop. But it takes away that specter, at least, of a, of a possible ugly you know, surplus of canola building up, so that uh, should be supportive for the market overall. Ball was a bit surprised at the 11% national decline in soybean acres. The StatsCan survey says barley acreage will jump 5%. Oats is down almost 7% in Saskatchewan. The lentil and peas acreage is expected to decline 8% across Saskatchewan. Some farmers are doing soil testing this spring. Many samples are usually taken in the fall, but some farmers do their soil testing in the spring. Warren Ward is an agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada. He says there may be some changes in the soil over winter. 
you probably would see different results between the fall and spring, especially depending on the time that the fields were sampled in the fall. For instance, if it was sampled early in the fall and then we had a you know a fairly long open fall there where there could have been a lot of chances for mineralization and, and processes to continue in the soil before freeze up, that is something that can vary the results from fall to spring. So in, in a sense, spring is the better time to do soil testing just because it does give you a more accurate picture of what is happening as close as possible to seeding. Now, that being said, it is a fairly short window that we have in the spring too, so that's why we do try and get as many fields done in the fall as possible. Ward says soil tests provide useful information on macro and micronutrients. There's a lot of mobile nutrients there that can be higher in the profile or lower in the profile, just depending on things like how much rain you've had in the past number of years or how dry. You know, there were some areas that were really dry last year, so there was a lot of questioning on, okay, um, what happened to that fertilizer that I applied? Because I know I didn't get the yield that I was fertilizing for. So, you know, is that still available in the soil? And um, that's where looking at that sampling depth can become important as well. So that zero to six uh, inch depth, that's going to give you a pretty good picture of what's happening with some of those less mobile nutrients. And then going down to, you know, up to 24 inches is always good to see what's happening uh, with those more mobile nutrients, things like nitrogen and sulfur. Ward says soil pH and salinity are also important information revealed in a soil test. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Warm temperatures are getting frost out of the soil and farmers in central regions of Saskatchewan are hoping to start seeding in the next week to 10 days. Norm Hall farms at Winyard in east central Saskatchewan. He says there's only a small amount of snow left on fence lines and in the trees. He says farmers are waiting for the lower layer of frost to drop so the water can seep away. He says the snow melt was quick near the Quill Lakes. As probably everywhere in Saskatchewan that had snow, it was a flash flood. RMs that were closer to the lakes, had roads washed out and so on. There, I don't know that there was more water than usual. It just came faster than usual. But the lakes themselves uh, will probably come up just a few inches. Uh, I don't think we'll reach the peak that we had last year, uh, which was, was, of course, record levels. It went down about a foot last summer, foot or 14 inches, something like that. So it'll come back up towards those levels, but I don't think it will be seeing new land being covered this spring. Hall says the high water levels remain an issue. Nobody's come up with a solution that they're, they're willing to go forward and pay for yet. So those of us that are affected by the, uh, the flood of the Cool Lakes, uh, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. I think that's it's just a tidal wave. Hall expects seeding to start within a week. Well, you get out, out west into that DAFO area probably middle of next week. And as you move north and east through this Quill Basin, it gets later and later. Winyard, maybe towards the end of next week or early the week after. And then you get into the Wadena, Fomike area and, and you're back another half week or full week. Norm Hall farms in the Winyard area. He's also the vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. The hashtag hands off my plate is showing up on producer Twitter feeds. The campaign was started over concerns about front of package labeling being examined by Health Canada. 
Andrew Campbell is a dairy farmer near London, Ontario, and is very active on social media. When it comes to that front of package labeling, what they want to do is try to give consumers you know, more information on the front of a label that says if a product's high in saturated fat, high in sugar, or high in sodium which, I mean, that information's on the nutrition label already. They just want to put some of that on the front. The problem is, is that they've kind of drawn a line in the sand and said, okay, everything on this side is bad and everything on this side is good. Which opens the door to all kinds of interpretations. Campbell uses an example comparing chocolate milk to a Diet Coke or Pepsi. All of a sudden you look at something like chocolate milk and it would get that label because of its sugar content. But then, you know, obviously Diet Pepsi, because it's not sweetened with sugar, it's sweetened with aspartame, won't get a label because it doesn't fit in, you know, kind of that box that they have created. So I think there's some concern around there. And then certainly, you know, ground beef, ground pork, even lean ground beef and ground pork would get, uh, you know, a label on it. Um, You know, whereas you start looking at the package and certain cookies and certain chips and other ingredients that I think we're probably trying to keep people away from, or at least trying to, you know, highlight what's in there. The fact that that processed is on the good side and some of these meats and dairy is on the bad side, according to Health Canada, obviously creates some concern. Campbell talks about front-of-package labeling in two European countries. The Netherlands is phasing parts of theirs out because they've realized that it costs a lot of money and isn't effective at all. The UK is not quite as far into the process, but studies are showing that it's basically along the same lines, that those that are interested in what's um, you know, in the food, interested in the nutrition elements, are already reading those nutrition labels on the back. And those that aren't, aren't swayed by, you know, a a stamp on the front of a package. Campbell hopes the Hands Off My Plate campaign draws attention to front of package labeling before it's implemented in Canada. Making sure that our MPs and elected officials, no matter what party they're in, know about this and know the concerns. Because from what I've heard, you know, not even all of them are aware of quite how far some of these changes go. And so no matter what the party is, to make sure that they are aware of it and that this is, um, you know, concerning for obviously the industry, but concerning too from, you know, the stance of will it actually make a difference or will it just cost us money uh, is something that needs to be addressed with our politicians. In addition to front of package labeling, Health Canada is also planning to release a revised version of its food guide. It will likely recommend that consumers eat fewer meat and dairy servings per week and replace it with plant protein. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall as Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing some downward movement in early trading this morning. Canola fell $1 at $498.74. Oats went down $1.01 at $150.41. Number one red spring wheat dropped $284 at $237.48. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $252.81. Feed barley 195.63, flax 462.84, 
Yellow peas, two forty-four fifty-four. Feed wheat, one eighty-nine fifty-eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is down three quarters of a cent at five ninety-eight and three quarters cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw, 850 cattle on offer on Tuesday at our pre-sort sale. This market was dollars higher on the leg cattle, the heavy, heavy cattle. They're barely are steady to maybe a hair stronger. Cows were maybe a couple bucks lower this week, but lots of them on the move. Big bulls were very strong. They're four to eight, maybe 11 cents higher in spots. Here's what happened like them good replacement heifers. They bring from 12.50 right up to 14 and a quarter on the right kind of them heifers. Them like grass cattle are probably anywhere from seven to nine, maybe 11 cents stronger in spots. The cows and a lot of these good cows they are going to bring from 88 to 92. The odd sale to 96, 97 bucks, but they're few and far between. Big bulls are going to bring from a dollar 15 right up to a dollar 26 on the right kind of bulls. These big bulls are strongest part of the market right now. We do have one pre-store left on the 8th of May. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,900 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 137 to 144 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 5,600 head, selling a range of 137 to 145 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, April 27th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 138.90, Ham's Cash, 137.40, Thunder Creek Bricko, 126.86, and High Life $141.76 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up 5 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2862. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.74 cents US. The spring rally that hog markets typically see at this time of year stalled this week, with packers increasing their cash bids by less than $1 US 100 weight. U.S. packers are benefiting from an abundant hog supply that has allowed them to maintain a full weekday slaughter at a time when they have typically been forced to cut back. Summer month lean hog futures trades are reflecting a heavy supply and constrained export demand this week, with prices falling about $4 U.S. a hundred. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies and a high of 16 degrees, the low zero. Tomorrow, sunny skies, wind south 30 and a high on Saturday of 24, the low 10 degrees. Sunday, increasing cloudiness with a high of 22. Chance of evening showers and windy, the low plus 5. Monday, periods of rain and windy, the high 7, the low minus 2. Tuesday, sunny with a high of 9, the low minus 1. Wednesday, sunny, the high 13, the low plus 1. Thursday, sunny skies, the high near 17. The normal high for this time of year is 15, the normal low is 0. The sun rose at 541 this morning, it sets at 811 tonight. On the roundup, we have Estevan at 13, Saskatoon is 12, Swift Current is 14, Weyburn is 11 degrees, and Yorkton is 9 degrees. The hot spot in Saskatchewan this hour is actually Maple Creek again at 18.6 degrees. The cold spot is Winyard at 6.1. The hot spot in Canada is Milk River, Alberta at 21.3 degrees Celsius. 
In Regina with sunny skies, it's 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 14, gusting to 27. Humidity 26%, the barometer dropping 102.4. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 13, north-northeast at 11. Once again, Regina, sunny 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.